This is our first session on Colossians 3, 5 to 10. Put to death, therefore, come back to that next, the members of your body, it just says the members, and I clarified the body, the things that are on the earth, usually translated or often translated, what is earthly in you. But literally, I wanted you to see the things that are on the earth is exactly parallel to the preceding phrase, where in verse 2, it says, set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. That's the exact same phrase as we have here. Put to death, therefore, the members, namely the ones that are on the earth, which I'm going to argue means put your uh, arms and legs and eyes and tongue and sexual organs to death insofar as they are used by sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of these, the wrath of God is coming. In these you once walked when you were living in them, but now put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. So, Father, as we ponder what it means now to put to death our members that are on the earth, that are part of the earth, that is, insofar as they are used by sin, grant us not only understanding of Paul's writing, but the embrace of the reality here of what it is to do this putting to death so that we don't just act like hearers of the word and not doers. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Therefore, what does that refer back to? Put to death, therefore, the members. Well, just before he had said, you have died. I think that's the fundamental thing. You have died, therefore put to death. Now, that's a paradox, isn't it? Well, if it's dead, what do you mean put it to death? You have died. Your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, you will appear with him in glory. So, at least those three things, you have died. Your life is in Christ with God and you will appear with him in glory, therefore put to death these things. And we could jump right away and say, otherwise wrath is going to come, not glory. But that's saved for a later session. This therefore is, you have died, therefore put to death. It's a paradox. Remember back in chapter 2, verse 11, we saw in Christ you were circumcised with a circumcision made without hands by putting off the body of the flesh. Now, I think that putting off the body, on the analogy of cutting away the foreskin of the male sexual organ, you 
cut away the body insofar as it becomes the instrument of the flesh, which is the same as saying, put to death your members, the body, insofar as they are taken captive by things of the earth, like sexual immorality, impurity. So we've already seen in 2.11 this idea of putting to death. It's done in baptism by faith, and we came alive. So we were buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through faith. So by faith, we were united to Christ, and in that union with Christ, his death became the death of our body, insofar as the body was dominated by, ruled by, the flesh or sin. Drop down here to verse 9. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self. Now, those are facts. He's not telling us to do that. He's saying you have, that's done. That's a reference back to you have died. This, you have put off the old self, is the same as you have died. It's the same as you have put off the body of the flesh. So these are facts. You have done this. When you were converted, your old self was put off thrown away like a you can either think of it as a death or you can think of it as a an identifying uniform being taken off and thrown into the fire i don't belong to that side anymore i belong to the other side and i wear a new set of clothes you have put on the new self but now notice this new self there's newness there's real newness is being renewed now, this is very important. So, you are, you are new. You have, have put on a new self. Therefore, I'm adding the therefore, just like here, you, you are new, therefore be renewed. Isn't that what it's saying? It's not an imperative, but it's implied, isn't it? Having put on the new self, which is being renewed. So don't think it's absolutely new and you never sin again. This new self is a new, deep, profound change. Christ in you, the Spirit in you, new nature, new creation in you, and it is being renewed after the knowledge and in knowledge after the image of its creator. So you are new, therefore be renewed. Similarly, you are dead, or you have cut away the body, therefore put your old self to death. So let's put that down. You have died, therefore put the old to death. And you could focus on the old self or its practices. And the focus is on practices here. 
right? And these, anger, malice, slander, obscene, talk. So you have died. Your old self has died. The old self has been put aside. Now put the old self to death. Or let's use this phrase. You have put off the old. It's done. It died in baptism through faith. Therefore, put on. Or, therefore, put it off. Put it off. Or kill it. You have died. Put the old self to death. You are new. Be renewed. You have put off the old. Put it off. These are become what you are statements. Continued from verses 1 through 4 in the same vein. Now, our question here is what does that mean practically to put to death your members insofar as those members are the things that are on the earth, that is, when they are taken captive by sexual morality, impurity, passion, evil desire, covetousness? What does that practically mean? I'm just going to point to the answer and then take it up next time and deal with these particular sins in regard to this answer. So here's my pointer from Romans. You must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God. So consider yourselves dead, I think is Paul's way of explaining what put to death means. Put your dead self to death means consider your dead self dead. That is, believe it. Operate in the assumption that it's true. Embrace the reality that God declares over you by his word. That's the first pointer from Romans 6.11. Consider yourself dead. Here's Romans 8.13, which is even more important. If you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. So this is putting to death the body insofar as the body is the performer of sinful deeds. But the key here is by the Spirit. What does that mean? How in the world do I, which is the person being addressed with this imperative, you, John Piper, you put the deeds, the sinful deeds of your body to death. Kill them and do it in the power of the Spirit, by the Spirit. What does that even mean? How do I do that this afternoon? And the pointer I find when I put spirit and death in the same sentence, what I think of is this. Ephesians 6, in all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation, and take the sword of the Spirit. Ah, so the one offensive killing weapon that we put on in the armor is a sword, and it's called the sword of the Spirit. Swords are used for killing, and the sword is the Word of God. Now, I come back to Romans 8.13, where it says, by the Spirit, kill something. Namely, kill the deeds, my sin. Kill my sin. Kill the use of my body parts 
my tongue, for example, which is the worst one, kill that body part's deeds by the Spirit, which has a sword, which is the Word of God. So that's what we take up next time. What does it mean, or how do I go about putting to death my members, my body, as it becomes active in sin? I do it by the Spirit. The Spirit has a sword, or and the Word of God is the sword. So how do I put all that together? That's what we take up next time.